0: hello everyone it is your heart warrior dion here this podcast episode you are about to listen to also comes with a video interview as well so if you would like to check out the video interview of this podcast episode please be sure to go to my episode notes which will list the links of which you can watch the video interview and I hope you have a wonderful day and enjoy this episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Words of Heart. In today's episode, we have the privilege of speaking with Colin Thompson. Thank you for joining me today, Colin.
1: Hey, Dion, um, Words of Heart podcast owner. Uh, thank you for having <laughs> me on.
0: Awesome. So Colin, if you could give some insight um into who you are as a person, where you're from, just more insight into who you are in general to my audience, that would be great. And if you can mention where you are zooming from, that would also be interesting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so 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 first let me let me answer the question of who I am as a person. That's an interesting question. I think as a person. I uh, Well, first of all, I'm a husband and father, uh, Recent, fairly recent husband and a much more recent father. I've been married about three years, um, three or four years, um, one of those two. I've been a father for almost two years. Uh, who I am as a person, I, I think I am a strong, strong uh, Black man. I will say that is who I am as a person. I will say, no, I'm a strong, righteous uh, black man. Um, I'm calling in from, or zooming in, as I said, zooming in from Shanghai, China. I've been here for the last 13 years. I started out in uh, Toronto, Canada, where I was born. I am the son of Jamaican parents who were double immigrants. They immigrated from Jamaica to Canada. And once they got to Canada, they loved it, but they wanted more. So we immigrated again from Canada to the US, United States. And going from Jamaica, small island, as you know, you're down there in Florida, so you know Jamaica, small island, going to the cold Canada, and then from Canada going to Louisville, Kentucky of all places. It was quite a um, eye-opener or life-changing going from Toronto to Louisville, where I spent you know, the vast majority of my life. I love it there. And then going from Louisville, Kentucky to Washington, Washington DC, where I went to Howard University, HBCU, H-U, and spent, gosh, 16 years of my life in Washington, Washington, D.C., and really, I got to say, learned knowledge of self going to HBCU. So uh, that's a little bit about me and where I am zooming in from, as you said.
0: (laughs) Awesome. Um, So what did you study at HBU? I'm curious.
1: Yeah, at Howard, I got to say, uh, for most of us, and when I say us, I mean, for most uh, Black people, I don't just say African-Americans, because when, when you go to a Black college, you have, you have Caribbean folk, you have African folk, uh, Black Americans, you have Black people from all over the world. So I, I say Black people. I think the first thing that you study and you learn is knowledge of self. Because in high school, in Kentucky, in Louisville, we had literally one page, in our history book about Black folk. And of course, that one page was Dr. Martin Luther King. That was it. We heard stories in elementary school about Harriet Tubman, yada, yada, yada. But there was really no education about the contribution that Black people have made to the world and the US. So when you go to an HBCU, the first thing they do is make sure you take Black diaspora. And it helps you understand how black folks went from Africa to the world and the contribution. So that's what we studied. My major was information systems. So I was an IT nerd. I'm still an IT nerd. So uh, it was information systems. I got my MBA from Howard also years later. I did a double concentration, one in supply chain management and the other one in electronic commerce, -commerce, e-commerce, e-business. So very much on the tech side.
0: Well, I admire the tech side. I'm tech savvy too. I'm a digital media student right here in Florida. So I understand technology. I'm basically the R2 Dion of my household. Um, Any Technology help. um, Yeah, that's a little Star Wars joke
1: also, but. You don't have to tell me Star Wars, okay? I know that's Star (laughs) Wars, okay? That's very, 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 very funny. And let me commend you because you are, you know, the digital commerce, social media, I think you're probably social media savvy, right? Yeah. 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 And that is something that is, I'm learning as an entrepreneur. That is the future. Back in my day, we would do something we called guerrilla marketing. Go to the streets, market, market, market. And now everything is in the palm of your hand. The cell phone, ipad everything is digital and you must embrace that so I, I commend you because i'm resistant to social media but it's something that you get you must embrace if you want to do business today
0: exactly um speaking of business um how what would you say is your golden tactic um to enduring the business world how would you um what steps or um, how does your mind work as far as how you go about thriving in business?
1: Thriving. Okay, so so entering and thriving, two totally different things, right? Ah. I think, yeah, I think that, and I'm going to say this from the aspect of being an entrepreneur. I think first, you have to go back to, well, hopefully, you'll be, as an entrepreneur, you'll be trying to start a business that is aligned with your passion something that you want to do a lot of times we have two choices starting a business in an area where we have knowledge and or starting a business in an area where we have passion so sometimes the knowledge area you can start and and thrive to a certain aspect because you know what you're doing you know technology you know the business the other side is saying, you know what? I don't know the business, but I want to do this. I feel this. So for example, you can be very, very, you can be very, very good in, right? You can bake cakes very, very well.
0: Uh, Alan, did you repeat yes. that? I think it went all glitchy and I don't know why that is. Um,
1: okay. Okay. You, so,
0: repeat, um, you were yeah. talking about business and passion.
1: okay so (laughs) so i think that's a very good question and i want to clarify because you can when we say going going into business and starting a business there's two there's two aspects one is having a passion and going for it the other one is having knowledge and the skills and going for it and i'll i'll give you a perfect example let's say for example I know how to bake cakes. I am exceptional at baking cakes. Now I can say, you know what? I wanna go forward and have no idea how to really run the business, but I can bake cakes. So how do you really find clients? How do you really know how to run the business side of it? As opposed to me being very talented in let's say programming. And I could follow, I could, you know what? I wanna bake cakes. But I know how to really write good apps or make good apps. I'm going to make good apps because it pays good, but your passion's not there, right? So you can do that and you can find business, but you're not fulfilled. Or you can say, you know what? I can bake cakes. I don't know how to find clients. I don't know how to really, like you, do digital or social media marketing. I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to brand myself. But every time i bake a cake i feel so good so for me i spent several years doing the opposite really leaning into my my talent my talent was well <laughs> not my talent but my education was it so for years i was really on the it side working for ibm for, for many years doing that side oh. and luckily i would say about four years ago i decided to go for my passion. My passion is motivating and inspiring people and really public speaking. So I I went that way, um, had no idea how to get paid to speak. I'm still working on that. And I decided to, three years ago, learn how to be a life coach. Because life coaching to me is a way to help people motivate inspire on an individual basis. So for the past three years, I learned how to start a business. And now, as you ask me, I'm I'm now starting to thrive, right? How does my business thrive? That's really by being bold and trying to be different and stand out from other coaches, other people who inspire and motivate and take chances. So how do you thrive in business? You got to find a way to stand out from the competition or the other people giving that service. Not everybody in your in your lane is a competitor, but but how do you stand out?
0: Wow, that is a really interesting perspective. And um, for myself personally, um, this whole podcast and starting it was um, a bold risk of mine because I'm not known for my vocalization skills. I'm not used to projecting my voice, so to speak. Um, And just to give you a little background into me, um, the fact that I even started this podcast is a bit symbiotic in a way because for the first two years of my life, I couldn't hear her talk. Mm. So um, in a way, it's sort of full circle um, in that I've been different pretty much since I've been born and the fact that I couldn't hear her talk when I was born. And now I'm projecting my voice on such a broad platform as podcasting and spoken word videos. I'm also a poet as well. And it's just an interesting, bold tactic that I decided
1: to do. Um, Well, let me ask you, let me ask you, first of all, I I wanna commend you there. And you said that this is a bold risk for you. I totally agree that this is bold and I think as you mentioned when you have that hurdle of not talking or not not talking or hearing correct
0: yes yes
1: for For the the first first two years years, yeah for, for the first two years I think this is definitely the outcome because now you now knowing that that hurdle you want to sort of cross that what do you mean by saying that it is a risk what's the risk of the podcast
0: um I think maybe it's more of an interpersonal risk um, internally. Um, When it comes to my podcast, I like to show vulnerability because I feel like it's more relatable that way. Um, And that might be, many people may respond differently to that or judge. Um, Perhaps that's where the internal fear comes from, but um, we're all human, we all have our flaws. And, um, God has given me these gifts and blessed me with them. And I need to use them to help others in spite of what others may perceive it to be. So, um,
1: that's wonderful. So, so first of all, there's no risk, there's there's no risk, right? There's no risk because, you know, I hear people talk about risk. I want to know what are you risking? And you just said, you have a mission. God gave me these, these, these things to help other people. So it's not a risk, it's a responsibility, especially due to your path. So get that risk out of your story, okay? You doing this podcast, this is not a risk. This is what you are called to do, right? So lean into it and do it.
0: Thank you. So you had an interesting method you wanted to share with my audience, which the name of your method is really interesting.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So it's um you know I, I think about I'm going to go back to your story. Okay. We can. As you talk about time. yeah, you talk about taking a risk. And a lot of times for us to get we talk about risk, there's a fear there. And we have to overcome that fear. And to do that, you have to have a level of confidence, a level of self-confidence. And when I when I talk to people about having self-confidence, to go forward. When we think about confidence, there's confidence in your abilities to, uh, as they said, um, you're a social media person. Um, uh, the confidence to, to do that, the confidence to run, the confidence to do A, B, and C, was also a thing called self-confidence. And this comes from how you feel about yourself and how you feel about going forward in what you believe in, especially if that's not what you typically are known for. I think that in order to go forward with our passion, we have to have what I call a Kanye West level of self-confidence. And whenever I do this speech, people always make a certain face when I say Kanye West. (laughs) And Kanye West, either you love him, don't know who he is, because again, here in China, some folks don't know who he is, um, or you hate him. But one thing about Kanye West is he's very confident. He has a lot of self-confidence. And that's that's helped him go from being somebody who had a lot of dreams to being somebody who has accomplished a lot of things. And I remember back in 2000, I want to say 2014, um, I was thinking about where I was going with, with my life. And I've been very fortunate in my life to have a lot of opportunity, making some good decisions, making some good, bad decisions. But I would say to myself, wow, how do I want the rest of my life to be? And I I decided, you know what, what is this thing in the back of my head that keeps pinging me? What I mean is a lot of times we have dreams or things we want to do, but we don't do it. But every few months, every year, it keeps reminding you, hey, 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 do this, do this, do this. And for me, that was really being a motivational speaker, being an inspirational speaker. Um, when I was younger, I was put in certain classes because my speech, my speaking wasn't good. I, ha- I had a stutter. I-, I still have a lisp, and that sort of held me back. And because I had speaking issues, I wanted to speak more. So how can I really do that? So in 2014, As has been my issue for years, there was a part of me that said, Colin, do this, do this, do this. But I wasn't hearing it. And I was watching a TV interview with, um, it was about Kanye West, but it was, uh, I think you know um, Talib Kwali.
0: Sort of.
1: Sort of. Okay. Talib Kwali is part of Black Star. He and Moses Death had a a rap group. Anyway, so he was on, I think, Jimmy Fallon show. And they were talking about Kanye West. And Jimmy Fallon said, you know, Kanye West is so strange and successful because he and and so arrogant and confident because he is successful. And Tyler Kuala said, no, 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 no. Back before Kanye West was famous, he was so confident. And he always had that belief that he was going to do it, do it, do it even before he started rapping. And what I got from that was, wait a second. So this guy who has all his confidence was confident back before anybody knew him. And Tyler Kuali said, so he said, you know what? You could not tell Kanye West anything about how he wouldn't succeed. We told him, he said, Kanye, you know what? You're not that good. You're not that smart. You won't make it. And he wouldn't hear that. He had a a level of self-confidence that you could not shake. So I said, you know what? I can develop that same level of what I call bulletproof self-confidence. And I started to do a few things and I'll share a few tips with you that if you try this, I can guarantee you try this for just two or three weeks, your confidence and self-confidence will come up. Now, one key thing though is, you have to have something that you want to accomplish or want to do. A lot of times when we have that self-confidence gap, it's preventing us from doing something. So Dion, I'm going to ask you, what is something or a dream you have or passion you have that you want to do, but really you don't, you might not have the confidence or self-confidence to really lean into it and do it. What, what is that?
0: Okay. I got that far before, uh, I don't know why there's like all glitch, but I heard your question and you asked me what's a dream I had, but never had the courage to actually go for it. Correct? The
1: confidence, self-confidence, confidence,
0: to, go for, self-confidence right? to go after it. Um, I had a feeling you would ask me that question. <laughs> it would be to write a book or have my own book. Um, My story is really different. Simply as the one tidbit of information I shared with you and I'm also diabetic so there's that also and my sister um I was discussing this with her um she's like you ever thought about writing a book and I kind of was um dumbfounded at that fact because I've thought about writing a book about my poetry but not my life because But it still has the same dynamic because either way, when it comes to writing, you are exposing yourself in emotional vulnerability and sharing that with the world in a sense of a book. So I would have to say writing a book. It's been a thought or dream that's been really crossing my mind this year um, because I got diagnosed with diabetes, as I sort of mentioned and it was through my diagnosis that I felt God called me to be more vocal and use my power of my voice for good. And that also is why I started this podcast um, to help others share their stories and to use their voices to uplift everyone during this crazy time.
1: Mm, mm, mm. That is, first of all, I'm learning so much about you today. And that is so beautiful. So beautiful. And as you mentioned, You want to use your experience to help others. So I think that you have no choice, but you have to, right? You have to, because if you think about this, there are so many people that can be inspired by your journey and your journey and your story can help so many people understand. First of all, it's not just me. And that is so important when you realize there are people who are going through or who have went through what you went through. So when it comes to writing your book, let me just tell you a couple of things that I talk about self-confidence, because let me say that when I look at you and hear you, I don't really believe that you're so, 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 so shy about writing a book. I, I think you're going to do it, right? But I'm still going to talk to you as if you, you're lacking self-confidence, okay? So it's okay. Embarrassing, even example, even though I think that you will get this done because you, you seem like you're, you know what you want to do. So I tell people and I have, I guess, about three or four tips that I, I, or you can say hacks, right? These little hacks you can do to really build up your self-confidence. The first one is what I call the mirror exercise. So a lot of times when we go into the bathroom and we look into the mirror, the first thing we do is look at what's wrong with us, a flaw. And it's so funny that if you look at social media and look at somebody's picture, whether it be in what, TikTok, Instagram, um, what's the other one? Um, um, I see it, I see it, Twitter, whatever. You see a picture of somebody and they're doing something. We always say, wow, their life must be good because they're doing this or doing that. But when we see a picture of ourselves, we say, oh, wow, look at my face or look at my stomach or look at this or that. So one thing that, I I coach people to do, is when you look at yourself in the mirror, the first thing you must do is talk about what is good. So I'm a little bit older than you. And a couple of years ago, I would go to 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 the bathroom and I would say, oh my gosh, I'm losing my hair. Lord have mercy, I'm getting older. But I said, let me flip that switch. So now when I go to the bathroom, I say, hey, look at my hair. Oh, we're holding on it's still there. It's strong, right? It's strong. They're not giving up, right? They're not giving up. Same picture, but looking at it differently. And a lot of people really can benefit from having that first positive view when when they see themselves. Because a lot of times we see ourselves first thing in the morning. And if we start out positive, right? Look at me, man, I'm still here, right? A lot of folks went to sleep, didn't wake up. I'm still here and my hair is holding on. We're strong, right? And by the way, wow, you look good today, right? All that kind of stuff. It's so powerful. So, for two weeks, for two weeks, when you look in the mirror, the first thing you want to do is look at yourself and say, what's good. Now, the first couple of days, you may have to really talk yourself into it. But after that, you'll really start doing it naturally and you'll find it builds yourself up very, very easy. The second thing is you want to make sure that you are your own best cheerleader. If you think about the role of a cheerleading team, the role is to what? Motivate, inspire your team. So cheerleaders will root for the team. And it's funny because no matter whether or not the team is winning or losing, the cheerleading team will cheer. As a matter of fact, if the team is doing worse, what happens? They cheer harder. They motivate harder, right? right? Yes. So we want to make sure that we are our own best cheerleader. We want to motivate ourselves and support ourselves no matter what. Well, you know what? You made, Dion, you made a stupid decision. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Support yourself, right? And don't look for other people to be a cheerleader. Be your own best cheerleader. No matter what, tell yourself, hey, good job. When you're feeling like you made a bad decision, matter good job you can do better next time when you do, do something great hey man that was great right be your own best cheerleader and my favorite one is to always 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 take compliments you know it's funny because sometimes if, if i said if i say to you Dion, you know what that's a very nice yellow top you have on sometimes somebody will say oh this old thing or it's nothing or this Oh, it's, it's, it's not, it's not that nice, right? No, F that, okay? If somebody gives you a compliment, say, you know what? Yes, I agree. So, Dion, tell me you like my shirt.
0: It is a very nice shirt, and it definitely suits you.
1: It does, right? It's a very nice shirt. Thank you. So, so one, I agree with you, right? And I thank you. So, when you get a compliment, agree with them. I agree. Yeah, it is a nice shirt. Thank you. So so say say, say it to me again.
0: It is a very nice shirt and it definitely suits you.
1: This, oh man, this is very old. You know, I don't even like it, but you know, okay. You know, uh, very different. A lot of times people want to push back against a compliment. And what, what you're saying is you don't believe that person and you don't believe in yourself. So again, the first example, it is nice, right? Yeah, thank you. It's very, very different. And if you do that, agree with every compliment you get, even if you don't think, even if you don't agree with it, agree with it for two weeks. You'll find that what your confidence will go up. Agree, agree, agree. And then the last, last one is is this my favorite one? And I'll give you six words. Well, and I, can, I can say this for the end, but six words, but if you follow these six words, you will write your book. Your audience will reach their goals. I guarantee you, if you follow these six words, you will reach your goal. Now, do you want me to say it now or should I hold it to the end?
0: You can hold it till the end. Give my audience a little bit of suspense to these six words
1: so i will will hold it and i wanted to say to your audience the last thing make sure that you have a defense against the naysayers because dion there might be somebody that says you know dion you know you're good this and good that but writing a book you know i don't know if that's your thing right you need to make sure that you can have a shield against the naysayers because you have to have self-confidence to go forward even if nobody believes in you it's not about what somebody says your view of yourself has nothing to do with somebody else's view of you so make sure that you can have battle against naysayers and the truth is sometimes the biggest naysayers or the ones have the power are family and friends okay yeah family. Yeah. So
0: <laughs> you're right.
1: You're right. You're right. <laughs> so you have to have that what I call the Kanye West conference in yourself, where it doesn't matter what anybody says, nobody can talk you down. Nobody can talk you down from that ledge.
0: Awesome. So I do have this icebreaker question for you.
1: Oh yeah, come on.
0: <laughs> if you could have any superpower that's not flying. Many people pick flying when they hear this question, but I have to take that option away because I know people miss traveling, but I have to make it a little difficult. If you could have any superpower, what would it be?
1: Great question. (laughs) Time travel, time travel, time travel. I, I would love to go back in history to see the truth, especially for us over here in, I'm in Asia now, but for Black people in in Asia, in North America, South America, in the Americas, if you think about media, I want to say media, TV, books, education, there is no truth in there about Black people. There's no truth. What we're reading and what we see, it's all by design. So turning on your TV, you see black people being being portrayed as one thing. When I was growing up, there was a TV show called Cops, right? Cops, you see black people being portrayed a certain way. Look at Jerry Springer, look at all the TV shows. You see now how when you think about religion and Jesus is white, even though the whole the whole atmosphere was Northern Africa. So I want to go back in history to see the truth. So I, I like to see what, where we came from. There are no stories about the history of black people in Africa. All you, all you, but everybody knows about the history of black folk in Europe. You can go back centuries and centuries and centuries. That's because the oppressor writes the history. So I'd love like to go back, back in history just to understand the truth. Also, I wanna go forward. I wanna go to the future and see we're not just black people, but people of color. What have we done in the next hundred years? Because I think, Dion, your generation ain't putting up for it anymore, right? Your generation is saying, yeah, nah, nah, if you, uh, nah, not at all, not at all. And what's beautiful is my generation, we were trying not to put up with it, but we get beat down, beat down, beat down. And now it's still getting beat down, but you have advocates that say, hey, stop beating that person down. So it's different now. So I would like to go, go back in history to see the truth and go in the future to see how things end up for people of color in the future.
0: Awesome. See, that's about this question. Many people approach it differently and yours is seeking truth. And I find that to be so, so important because you're absolutely right. There's not um, enough history on African-Americans or, their heritage, it's not portrayed enough. Or if it is portrayed, it's portrayed badly.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
0: So, well, this will be the part where I share my power, but it's not as cool as yours.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> my power um, would be three people's minds. Um, I know many people would you're <laughs> saying
1: <laughs> many people
0: have different thoughts on that. <laughs> but that would be cool that's just my own personal opinion and with any power there's good and there's bad just like in reality and the good and the bad is what shapes us into who we are
1: wow that is that is you know what that's one that i i'd be too not a lot of things scare me that would scare me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> because I know my thoughts sometimes I don't want anybody reading my thoughts right because woo. <laughs> but yeah yeah I, I appreciate your, your, your power
0: thank you hmm. do you have any other questions um
1: no I don't but I, I do want to share um a tip my final tip okay. for yeah so I, I call this my tip for success a tip for reaching your goal and i look at it like you know a lot of times we be talking about what is success success is up to the individual and sometimes people don't don't reach the potential not because they don't achieve their goal they don't reach the potential because they reach little small goals So I look at, like, you need to have a big goal, not small goals. If you reach reach a small goal, that's fine, but go above that, right? Really, really put yourself out there. And people are hesitant because it's difficult and it's hard. So what? So I'll give you a tip. Six words. (laughs) If you follow, if you follow these six words, you can't help but succeed. And I'll say this. I guarantee you this, and your audience. If you try this and you fail, I'll give you 100 US dollars. Okay. <laughs> if, if, if it's after now. I, I, and I believe that, right? Audience members, listen to me. If you try this exactly how I say it and you fail, I will give you 100 US dollars. Okay. You ready? Put
0: that into the universe. Okay.
1: Yep. Okay. <laughs> S- six words. Here we go. John. you ready?
0: Yes, I'm ready.
1: You ready? Okay. Do not stop until you succeed. That's it. That's it. Those six words. If you follow those six words, you will reach your goal. I'll say it again. Do not stop until you succeed. That's it. Very simple. Very simple, right? Don't it's do it. Simple. Yep. Don't stop and if you do that there's no way that you can't reach your goals six
0: words S-
1: six simple words
0: six simple words oh that is those are words are fire pure <laughs> fire <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah i my my niece said that fire yeah yeah. Or, yeah, or get turns, right? <laughs>
0: <sighs> well, Colin, we're at the end of this awesome conversation, and I will definitely remember the six words. Um, do you have any social plugins for my listeners before we wrap up here?
1: Yeah, you know, I, I have a website, and, you know, for your audience, if you need to get some motivation, if you need to get some inspiration, uh, reach out to me, www.oligy.com, that's oligy.com, O-L-I-G-Y-E.com, so reach out to me, but no matter what, keep listening to that voice that keeps coming back. You know, a lot of times we get into, into life and we, we live life and have a good time and we get older and do more things sometimes there's a voice that keeps coming back to you. What about this? What about this? You want to do this? You want to do this? Listen to that voice. And now while you have opportunity, before you get too far along in life, take chances, take risks, right? If you are the smartest person in your group, find another group. If you're hanging around people who have not succeeded, find another group, okay? Now is the time to really take those risks and listen to your passion. Listen to your heart, go for it, mess up, fail, shake it off and keep going. Do not, do not, do not be normal and do not be like anybody else. Be your own. Okay. Be of your own. That's it.
0: Beautiful. And being normal is overrated. Yes. Absolutely overrated. <laughs> well, thank you for joining me today, Colin. This was a wonderful conversation and definitely different than what I initially anticipated. So I feel it's definitely gonna make an impact. And those six words are going to
1: I don't have any other
0: um way to
1: describe yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, Daniel, thank you. Question for you. Um when, okay. are you going to, when are you going to really, have you shared your story? I'm thinking, no,
0: say that again.
1: Have you shared your story in a podcast?
0: I sort of have in bits and pieces. Um, it wasn't until this podcast interview um, I did a few weeks ago called Unmute Your Mic, um, where I talked about how I got into podcasting and a little bit about my life story. And then I decided to share with a million viewers because she has such a popular following. Hey, I couldn't hear her talk when I was born, um, which was like a mic drop type of moment because that's not a part of my life. I really share or discuss, mm-hmm. even though it's such a critical part to who I am, I never made it a point to bring it up in conversation or to even share it um until I was on her show so I'm like you know what I've been through a lot and I need to share it more and by share it I mean share every single part of my life not just bits and tidbits so at this moment I am currently working on exposing all parts of my life and not just my diabetes or hey I question my existence at such and such a time I need to share all sides of me and that's Yeah. Especially the part of me not being able to speak or talk, because that's important.
1: Yeah. Well, I think you probably have several different chapters in your life that you want to share and don't feel the pressure to share everything at one time. Right. Share what you feel comfortable sharing. And I think with the story about not being able to, to, to hear or speak for two years, it's not just your story, but it's your family story, too, because I'm quite sure your parents went through something as well. Right. And how you overcame that. So you have a lot to share. But again, don't feel the pressure of sharing everything up front. But I definitely, when you, I heard what you said about not being able to see, not, not, not hear or talk for two years. And my son is almost two years old. And I know as a parent, my God, what are we going through? What's this child going through? How, how do we communicate with this child? And I, I listen to you now. And I don't I don't hear or hear or see anything that, that 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 tells me that's how you started which means that story is great so I just want you to share it and when you do share it please let me know okay because I will definitely check it out
0: I will definitely let you know um we can keep this conversation going all night long <laughs> <Right>. but <laughs> Anyhow, um, to all my listeners, stay healthy, stay safe. Use those six words. Use those six
1: words. Can you repeat the six words for my listeners? Of course, of course, of course. Do not stop until you succeed. That's it.
0: Awesome. And to all my listeners, use those six words. And until next time, bye.
1: Thank you, Dion, for having me on.
0: It was a real pleasure.